So the Sixers go into Boston on opening night and fall 126 to 117. James Harden looked fantastic. Joel Embiid struggled mightily, but I'm here to tell Sixer Nation why everybody needs to relax. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB, number one show for Sixers fans. Hit that like button, subscribe right now, hit the bell so you don't miss any of the upcoming content. We're live every single game, and we're breaking it all down the next day. Today, we're back. I slept on this one from last night, and honestly, I'm not that concerned. You have people hitting the panic button. People are wearing. There were some negatives in this game that were very glaring, but those things can be fixed, and there were also some positives that we can carry forward. We'll break it all down. Fact of the matter is you went into the building of the Eastern Conference reigning champions, and they hit a lot of shots. They played well late in the game, and they looked like you know they've had the experience, and they've been there, and they were. They were last year, so we will talk about it all before we get into it. Quick word from our sponsor of today's show. Shout out to Manscaped Leading. Provider of Below the Waist Men's Grooming Products, their performance package 4.0 is changing the industry. They're just miles above everybody else, in my opinion. You have the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver. It's as simple as this, fellas. Let them help you take your grooming experience to another level, right? You got to protect the jewels, keep the bushes trimmed, but you also have to avoid hitting the roots. And most importantly, you have to keep your lady happy. Click the link down below in the description. Check out their products. Go get yourself a lawnmower 4.0. This razor has skin safe technology, literally has a flashlight on it to make sure you're not nicking the jewels, man. Shout out to Manscaped. Click their link. Use promo code Philly take for 20% off and free shipping. All right, we got to get into this, man. So Sixers going to Boston, a very neck and neck game, in my opinion, you know, back and forth, at least in the first half. And then by the time you get to the third quarter, it's tied up 63 apiece. And the Boston Celtics essentially have a huge quarter. Sixers had a lot of defensive lapses in the third quarter. Tatum and Brown were incredible. I need to start off by giving them credit. They had 70 points combined, 35 apiece. And the Celtics, you know, they outplayed my expectation. I thought coming into this first game with a first-time head coach after all the drama, you know, a lot of eyes on them, a big spotlight, right? I thought everybody's eyes would be on Boston. They were, and Boston played up to par. They looked very tough. Uh, it is one game of a long season, but they did come out prepared, so shout out to them. Now, of course, you know, I give them credit, and then you have uh, fake tough in Marcus Smart out here. All right, him and, him and uh, Joel Embiid got into a scuffle last night. Couple, actually, and, and you know, Joel kind of yanked his arm. Marcus Smart tries to grab his ankle when he's walking back. Really just, you know, and and he took forever to talk about it, by the way, and, and actually issue a call. But here's Marcus Smart after the game. He says, I could have cracked his head open, but I didn't. Of course, you have to get the fake toughness from Marcus Smart. You guys have had scuffles for years. You've never done anything. So calm it down, Marcus Smart. It's one game. And the next time we play the Celtics, um, you know, keep the same energy. OK, I just I had to point it out. It's just it's silly. It's silly for a team that was in the NBA finals last year, a team that you know, is growing, maturing. You're actually one of the vets on the team. I mean, come on now. Come on, relax. Relax. Joel and B would dominate you, okay? Anyway, moving on uh, to what I saw from this game. So we are going to start with one of the main negatives. That was Joel and B. You know, he looked flustered all night, and he wasn't getting to his spots. And, I mean, it, you know, 
Joel Embiid does come out a lot of the seasons and, and look like this in the first couple games. You know, I have no doubt that Joel Embiid is going to be okay. Joel Embiid will be fine. You know, he'll probably hear some chatter and then he's going to start getting real aggressive. And once it clicks, once he finds his spot, um, you know, it's going to be very hard to stop him. I thought he did at points last night. But he still had 26 points somehow and 15 rebounds and five assists. Um, but we know Joel Embiid needs to play much, much, much better. He struggled mightily at points in this game. Uh, and the biggest thing to me was there was no identity. You know, what What was Joel Embiid doing? It, it looked like he was struggling to even establish himself. And coming into the game, that was one of the biggest emphasis points. Like, you know, Joel Embiid needs to get down low. No Robert Williams. I mean, he's a almost looks like an elite shot blocker at a, at a young age. Joel Embiid needs to establish himself, and he did not. He did not, and you're going up against Al Horford, who really doesn't have any business stopping. You're going up against Noah Vonley, who looked awful to start this game. I did not like how Joel Embiid was trying to get the ball force-fed at the top of the post, um, you know, at the high post. It, it just didn't make sense to me, and he never really adapted until the fourth quarter. Uh, one play I want to take a look at was Joel Embiid once again, and we saw this at points last year because we didn't have the help around him. But he's trying to do too much, you know, and all night. I mean, I honestly, I only saw a handful of times where he really got down low and established himself. And most of the time when he did that, he either got an and one or hit a little pull up jumper and he made something positive happen. And this is going to take time. We know it's game one. It's going to take some time for Maxi, Harden and B to really mesh and, and make sure they know where they're supposed to be at and who needs to step up. Right. I've been talking about how many. Uh, games is it going to take for these guys to establish who needs to get going early in what game but here's Joel Embiid once again catching the ball above the free throw line and as soon as he puts it on the floor and he's trying to drive to the basket like this is what we don't need because all night the Celtics were doubling I knew that would happen eventually you got Jalen Brown you have uh, Derek White trying to leak over a little bit and Brown pokes it away and all night, Joel Embiid just looked flustered, and this led to an easy transition bucket, three on two, and there was there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. Joel can't be doing this. You got to rely on your guards to uh, to create the offense. In fact, you need to get down low and establish yourself uh, very early in the game. You need to make your dominant presence felt. That's what helped you be the scoring champ last year. I didn't like Embiid's body language. I thought even on defense, he was playing a lot of drop coverage. There were times where he was leaving Al Horford wide open in the corner. This was just, you know, an awful game statistically wise uh, from Joel Embiid in the first half, and he never really got his mindset established. So, you know, we've seen games like this against Boston before with Joe, and he just needs to improve. Uh, that's really all I can say. I know he will. I know he'll get better. And I think people are overreacting when it, when it comes to Joel Embiid. Before we talk about uh, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey as well. I thought with the emergence of Harden last night, Maxey didn't really you know, know what to do. I thought he was out of place at times, and I thought he didn't know really when to step up and get aggressive because, like I said, it's going to be kind of like a hot hand thing. Whoever's night it is, whether it's Maxey, Harden, and Bede, the other guys got to find out how to play off whoever's hot, and I thought Maxey didn't really do that. Maxey got blocked in the first quarter by Jason Tatum, and it seemed like ever since then he just stop being aggressive now he, he heated up in the fourth quarter but again too little too late um I have no you know disbelief in in Tyrese Maxey Tyrese will be fine and once he clicks once him Joe and James like I said get it going and click this offense is going to be very scary but in terms of James Harden uh I can officially say he's back yes it's one game 
the way he looked. He's been talking all offseason about his physical shape. He looked fantastic last night. He looked fantastic last night. And that's why I'm not going to overreact because, like I said here in his tweet, our biggest question mark was answered. You know, what would James Harden look like? We know Embiid and Maxi will get it going and they'll mesh. What would James Harden look like, especially against good wing defenders? He's going up against Tatum. He's going up against Smart at a few points. Brown, you know, what would Harden look like? And he looked fantastic. Our biggest question mark was answered. He was able to create separation. He was able to create for his teammates. And he looked very, very good. Now, we can look at the step back threes. He had three threes in the first quarter. He was, you know, he had a couple and one threes. But honestly, two plays stand out to me from this game. Here's the first play that really stands out to me. So, uh, James Harden on Grant Williams. See how he breaks him down off, off, uh, off the dribble? He's going one-on-one. There was a lot of heavy James Harden isolation at points in this game. And that's the thing. You know, I felt like later in this game, you're trying to get James Harden to essentially keep up with the hot Jason Tatum and hot Jalen Brown. And and that just wasn't enough. You needed Maxie and Embiid to step up. You needed a run from them to stay up in this game because Tobias had early points. He looked good off the catch and shoot, but he went quiet. And the bench essentially gave you nothing. In fact, uh, the Sixers bench was was a problem last night. I mean, the the Celtics bench outscored us, what, 34 to 11, 34 to 11 off the bench. You're looking for some of these guys. I mean, Sixers fans have been raving about Melton. He didn't look good. Thibel got essentially no time. Harold did not look good. We thought he would. Um, and the Yang struggled shooting the ball. And, and, you know, we didn't see Shake. We didn't see Furkan. We didn't see any of these guys. And, and the guys that we had in there just struggled, to be honest. So, meanwhile, the... The Boston Celtics bench was going off. I mean, they had 34 points compared to R11. Brogdon, Grant Williams, all these guys stepped up. So, um, you know, we we need to be better off the bench. We will, I believe. And I think Doc needs to do a better job at, at staggering the lineups. But again, look at James Harden. This is something that we didn't see a lot at the end of last year. He was able to break down a defender off the dribble and blow by and finish. I mean, it, this is a promising sign. The other thing I mean, we can look at Harden's circus shots, his step backs, but really his IQ was on full display last night. He had no look passes. This was my actually my favorite play of the night from James Harden. You know, he he comes down the floor right before half and look how he threads the needle between two defenders. I mean, that's great. You know, he kind of looks off the defense and then he goes right between them to a cutting Trez who slams it down in the lane. You're just not getting that from a lot of point guards in this league. That was just a beautiful look. It was fantastic. And he was doing this all night. There was a play where he kind of looks off Al Horford and dumps it to P.J. Tucker. There was another play where he gets it into P.J. Tucker in the post. P.J. taps it over to the opposite corner, which leads to a Tobias Harris three. If James Harden, okay, we don't need this Houston Harden every night. In fact, last night he looked like Houston Harden. He's, he's got the little shake, right? He he dropped two defenders. He dropped Smart and Tatum. Now, we know uh, this play by by James Harden. It was bad, okay? It was bad. Let's, let's look at this. This was a bad play, okay? Harden tried to make the highlight play. He did the little Houston shake. Felt like we were back seven years, but he misses the three by mile. Now, that was bad, okay? But... Just the fact of creating that separation. It looked like Houston Harden last night. It looked like Houston Harden, but we don't need that every night. We need an efficient James Harden. Another thing that stands out to me is that not only did he have 35 points, which is just miraculous, he had eight rebounds and seven assists. 
He was very, very, very efficient last night. And that was our biggest question mark. If we get this level of James Harden, once Maxi and Embiid click it together, this three-headed monster is going to be very, very difficult to stop. And that's why I believe the positive outweighs the negative last night because, yes, I didn't like how it looked. I thought the defense, by the way, was absolutely atrocious. And, you know, just seeing guys not go out and, and lead out to their men, not seeing guys close out in the fourth quarter, it was bad. I didn't like that at all. Our defense must be better. They have to be better. But our offense is going to win us games. And if Harden looks like this, this team is going to be very, very dangerous once they click it together. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought Harden's IQ was in full effect last night. He looked fantastic. Um, another play that I did not like, uh, you know, from the Sixers. Okay, like I said, in talking about the defense, look how the Celtics here, you know, have a little simple pick and roll. I didn't like the communication on defense last night. I didn't like the communication. It just didn't look right to me. Like, again, you see Derek White here, who's getting the start, and you see Grant Williams roll. Derek White threads it into him, and then he's going to dish it out. Joel Embiid looked out of place on that play. Daniel House gets hit with a screen, and nobody helps. There's no communication. The first line of defense, Niang and Melton, needs to communicate better because it leads to a wide open three. And if you give a team like this wide open shots, it's not going to be good for you. Now, the Celtics were hitting a lot of low percentage shots that helped them take that lead in the third quarter, but the Sixers defense started to sag off and, and nobody was communicating. And if you're going up against offensive juggernauts like this, you need to be better. You need to be better. And I, I just did not like that. Uh, another thing that stands out to me from the box score was the Sixers got absolutely outplayed in the fast break and in transition. Last night, Celtics, 24 points on the fast break, two for the Sixers. So the Celtics just out-hustled us. They played a lot better, uh, and it, they just had everything rolling. They had everything rolling. But overall, the Sixers' depth needs to be a lot better. Uh, P.J. Tucker had a little nice game in terms of uh, scrapping for the boards, but we just did not have enough defense to counteract Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They both played really well, and I think this will be a good matchup going forward. I really do. Um, that's really all I have, though. My takeaway from the game is James Harden is back. He looked like MVP Harden, even though we don't need that every night. He looked fantastic, and once the Sixers team gets into it, just game one, you know, you're going up against a tough team. Obviously, I would love to come out and beat Milwaukee tomorrow night, and then we have a fairly easy stretch of games. If we can do that, I think we'll be okay. We'll just keep on moving forward. So those are my thoughts. Give me yours down below in the comment section. How do you feel about this game? How do you feel in totality about this team? Give me your thoughts. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Hit the like button, subscribe, and uh, drop a comment down below. Appreciate everyone, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.